Well, good day. I'm Mark Sylvester, Ambassador of 805 Connect and your host for this 805 Conversation, where we talk to fascinating people you'll want to know better. Our show is sponsored by California Lutheran University's School of Management and Tolman and & Weicker Insurance Services. Thanks to them both for their support and continued encouragement. Thanks to our podcasting partner, Pull String Press, for this great studio, and to Patrick, my co-host. Hey, Patrick. Hey, Mark. We're on a roll. We, we are on a roll. I'm, I'm thrilled to welcome Carla Blanco. Carla, how are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? Fabulous. I love fabulous. I'm at, I, I say I'm at least fabulous, oh, that's, right? That's, l- that's very good. Right? <laughs> and you're, so you're the vice president of business development at TO. Yes. Which is a company located here in the 805. And I want to welcome you. Thank you. You're a one of our newest partners in the 805 Project. Yes. Thank you for your support. We Thank you. We're very really, excited. Really appreciate that a lot. And I've been wanting to have this conversation for a while now, so I'm thrilled you're here because um, I was uh, I was a graphic arts major, <laughs> and I loved printing and uh, setting type and doing all. I mean, I love all of that i could get lost in that world and did get lost in that world for a long time but that was that was 40 from something years ago right yeah uh, nothing's was, nothing's changed in printing right not at all <laughs> i was pre gutenberg no film anymore that's for sure yeah. <laughs> oh gosh no i was i was uh, doing i learned typesetting originally by rubbing off letters from letraset and all of that it's all changed um carla uh, just to set some context you have a, an aff- affiliation with the 805 because you were the founder of something that we all see all the time, 805 Living, right? Yes, I was the founder and publisher for about nine years, yes. So you're deeply familiar with the 805. I mean, I love that magazine, and I've loved it for years. And uh, so thank you for doing that. And I think that gave you an appreciation for the 805 in business, and for the la- how long have you been at TO? About five and a half months now. So you're you're new to that, and and I think that when in our conversations, it's not just printing. Printing is a part of it, but what are the all the other kinds of things that someone comes to TO for? Yeah, so I mean, with a name like we're TO TO Printing, and you know we are a full service commercial printing company, but you know we um, we have a direct mail house, a fulfillment department. Um, marketing automation um, is a big important to us. Um, we're HIPAA compliant and PHI compliant, and that means that we can PHI? Per- PHI, personal health information. I think that's what it is. So uh-huh. we have the ability to do secure mailings and membership kits. So we're the only commercial printing company kind of in the Tri-County area that can provide those kind really? of services to healthcare care and, and financial services companies here around town, 805. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah. we have... It's, it's not just uh, our listeners who's listening right now may not necessarily be in the 805 because right. it's a podcast. We're out on all the podcast networks, so we've got listeners all over yes. the place. So do you do business outside of the region? We do, actually. You know, we're um, about two, two years ago, um, we were purchased by R.R. Donnelly. I guess, let me go back. TO was formed in 1989. And then in so 19- they've been here for a long time. Exactly. So in 1999, um, Consolidated Graphics um, was a network of commercial printings throughout the um, United States. Consolidated Graphics bought up TO as part of this network um, of commercial printing companies. And two years ago, R.R. Donnelly bought Consolidated Graphics part of what TO. Now, why do I know that name, R.R. Donnelly? Donnelly? They're a 
global company with 65,000 employees. You probably know oh. them from the Donnelly Yellow Book and, and their big magazine printing company. But Got it. So what we differentiate with a lot of the commercial printing companies is that we can offer the technologies that Donnelly offers. So, oh. you know, we can kind of come in and walk into a company and say, we've got this technology that you know, our corporate parent has, you know, developed for us at the regional level. So, we, right. and, you know, and yes, we can service, you know, companies throughout the United States because we have a network of sister companies that can, you know, help us. If we get a customer on the East Coast, we can use one of our East Coast printers and, and help. Or someone who has an office here, but they've got branches all over. Exactly. Yeah. So we have the ability to, sh and that's like one of our software pro one of our products that we can offer is is sort of a web to print opportunity for what it, web to print what does that mean web to print is basically it's like a shopping sounds cart. like an acronym for well, some whole big thing you do it is well basically if you have like 10 offices and it could be global you know they could be international right. or sure. local so instead of the marketing department in santa barbara having to order business cards all the time your sales rep in New York can go on to the website and order business cards and then have it directly shipped to them so you're not taking up other staff time. So it's like an Amazon shopping cart, basically oh. pre-populate with the artwork, the existing artwork that's supplied. And people can go in there and just order when they need to as opposed to having to take up a central office time to so I've I've got a. It sounds like magic. It is. It's <laughs> it wonderful. Is magic. It is magic. Well, we, yeah. I, I remember I remember waiting, <clears throat> waiting on on business cards all the time for because they would um, they would have to send it around the whole office to make sure there weren't any anybody else who needed to to jump on the order, and you know it'd be like three four weeks and I'm like this is I <laughs> need to have these so I would have to or I would have to know that I was gonna or or a pamphlet or any material I'd have to know in advance like oh I've only got. A thousand of these left, so I better pre-order now because it'll take that that lag time. This is the future. It sounds like we're living in the future. Yeah, so it's 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 a nice technology that we can bring to our local customers. You know, it's it's it works for big companies, but it also works for small smaller companies that have multiple offices. I want to talk about the the bigger challenge for small businesses because the this particular region has a lot of small businesses, mm -hmm. right? Um, and rising above the noise and the clutter, which is what advertising does. And you're, you know, a big part of that fulfillment of that advertising yes. message, right? What's working right now? What are you finding that's working best right now? For customer acquisition and retention? Okay, let's, yes, so um, customer I, acquisition. I really think it's going to be industry specific. I think, you know, there's certain companies that are referral based and that's how they only get new customers. Um, I direct mail is still a really big component of, of what we do and how we can actually take somebody's data, take their existing customer data, and, and model it. So let's say you're, an a example of that. Okay, you're a shoe store and you've got a database of 1,000 customers who have purchased from you and you want to grow your customer base. Right. Internally, we have the ability to take that data, model it for you. and What does that mean, model it, it for me? I'm not a number cruncher, but it's, it's like okay. it's like a basically taking taking your data and finding out what these people do where where do they live where do they shop so getting many, demographics de exactly them. it's okay. it's demographics and these specific people so quickly now you know that these thousand people you know shop here buy here have this many kids and this many income now we need now we can go find more customers so, like that so that okay so so if all I have is a list of the people that bought my I have their name yes. and email address what you're doing, you can say, and you can put that into some software, some service that you have. It'll come back and it'll say, okay, the, here's the demographic 
that these people represent? Because I don't know any of that stuff, but you can you tell me. You may or me. you may not. You may or you may not. You may think you know your buyer, but you're not 100% sure. What 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 us modeling does, it, you're modeling your existing customer base. It helps you mail smarter, not more. You know what I mean? We can go mm, rent a list sure. of 100,000 names for you, but if you only need 20,000 of those specific people that match your existing customer base, then you've saved money on printing and postage and list rental, right? So it's just mailing smarter. So, Makes sense. So Patrick (laughs) noticed me. I went into my little place where I I tried to figure out uh, of the hundred questions. He got excited. He got got excited. He's highlighting. He's highlighting. I don't know what that means. (laughs) It's good. It's good. It's a good sign. Direct mail. You know, I'm just thinking about the stuff that comes in my mailbox and how much I throw away, and so that's a a lot of baggage there. A lot of that's a challenge. So I'm I'm trying to think how 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 do you rectify that? Where's your position on that? Because this is what you do. So how do you make it better so I don't throw it away? Well, I think that comes down to, well, are you receiving it? Because you should be receiving it. That's the problem. I mean, you, you know, maybe right. you is shouldn't it to be receiving yeah. is, is uh. it. Is If it's not meant for you, or it could be the creative and the copy and the offer, sure, certainly. But it really starts from who am I mailing to, right? I mean, obviously, like grocery stores and, and you know, more general, you know, you're always sure, going to get sure, the gro- sure, whatever. Sure. I'm make whoever. every Wednesday it arrives. You, to me. Yeah, so right. you'll get the general because you live in the neighborhood. But certain offers, you should only be receiving. I mean, anybody who's mailing smart, I guess, should know that. So that's the word mailing smart. Exactly. Which you know, gets back to the modeling the customer. Yes, exactly. Because it's Got like we, it. we 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 don't want to just have you mail everything. You know, that just makes us sound like every other mail house out there. We want to teach our customers to mail smart, so that way they save money on on everything that they're doing, and then so they're. ROI on their return on investment sure, sure. Is, is a lot better than if they just rented, you know, 10,000 names across wherever. I just yesterday, I remember I was filtering, I was filtering my, my, the mail that came to me and um, th- I, I kept three things that were from brands and companies that I had, I knew. And it's funny you mentioned shoe store. Like one of them was a shoe store. <laughs> one of them was, uh, uh, you know, a Kiehl's product. And another one, you know, and I thought, I thought, oh, well, these are to me. And I put them in the drawer that we put stuff that are to us. Versus everything else goes in the recycling. So, you know, I mean, j- just just to be a single voice of validation for exactly what you just said, that when it comes to me and it's and it's from a brand that I've had personal interaction with recently or, or maybe not even recently, um, I'm, I'm infinitely more likely to pay attention right. to it than, than a generic. I must get, you know, dozens of generic stuff every day that I just, it's not to me, it's not to anybody. Now, is your business... Um, do you so when you do direct mail? Do you do direct mail, just physical, or is there a direct mail digital as well? We haven't. We can do email campaigns mm. as well. So that's a part of when you say you're more than just printers. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So we we can we can do email campaigns for our customers. I can't really speak to that because I don't know a lot about email marketing, but I do know it is a service that we offer, and, and I think we have. We can't really model emails. Actually, I don't know. So <laughs> that's fine. I, I don't. So um, I'm gonna, I want to. I've got a question, and maybe you don't have the answer on list buying and list rentals. Mm. Um, I'm I'm really curious about that, is specifically with, and I guess this gets back into email. Like if I go buy a list and I try to import it into my mail program, like Mailchimp, mm-hmm. um, it did these people opt in? No, mm. they didn't. I bought a list, and so none of those strategies work when you're buying lists. So h- how do um, I guess I don't know how to rectify that when with opt-in with with email campaigns. Yeah. I don't know that. I mean, I the 
the way I understood it, but I don't know what the California law is. That in order for you to be emailed, if you will, yeah. you have to have opted in. Right. But I, I really don't know the answer but, to that. But when you're talking about like mailing out direct mailers to people, um, you, you're you're speaking, you're advocating very much for for, for very uh, specific direct, you know, not just blanketing an entire zip code. Well, it just depends. I think again, it comes back to what it is. You know, I think that you know the grocery stores and you know other people that you know are doing, you know, mass campaigns, yeah, that makes sense to do, you know, the broad swath of the entire community, right? Sure, you know, sure. but I think if it's a specific campaign to, you know, a shoe store or a spa or some or a other, small embroidery company. Or a small right? embroidery company. Right. Yeah, you just want to mail smarter. I mean, because that's your customers are going to be more, pr- your existing customers are A, more most profitable, so you want to keep mailing to them. But, you know, somebody that's just like your customer that's going to have the propensity to buy, right? They're more pop- more profitable potentially than somebody who's not. So so you're actually helping me then business development wise. Yes. Well, we're all that's about, interesting. We're all about customer acquisition, customer retention and branding. So that's sort of all that we do. You know, depends on what what product and service that we're doing for you. Right, so it could be a restaurant. I mean, it doesn't matter. No, right? we work with small businesses and we work with large businesses. So what um, what do people like to print these days? What's the most popular thing to print? Well, I think it depends. Again, it goes back to what. Well, we've got 35 industries got, <laughs> in the, you know, I mean, tons of industries yeah. in the. You know, area. I find, you know, real estate companies are, um, are doing postcards. Oh, they mm-hmm. do postcards. Um, I mean, for, you know, built brand building, there's a lot of that. Um, you know, we have catalog companies that do catalogs with us. Um, I still love a good paper catalog. I do so yeah, much. I, so you much know, more. I do too. I think, yeah. and now I can't read something on, I'm not digital. I mean, I'm only. Mostly because I can't see my computer screen very well anymore. Uh, yeah. I'm at that age where I, yes, yeah. I need to go get readers. I'm yeah. a little bit of denial about that. Yeah. My, my children, I read my menu, I'm out there <laughs> and they make fun of me. Um, so, you know, so I think that, you know, there's just a lot of different things that people are doing. Um, we didn't answer your question, did it? No, but it well, was it, well done. Yeah, yeah we're, <laughs> I, we're thinking of who, who, which industries use print most. Maybe that's a different way to say it. So real estate. Well, again, it goes back to, I mean, most industries do, you know. Are still, are, they're, are not, still they're not all electric yet. Yeah, oh. there's a lot of companies that, do, you know, a lot of businesses that across all industries that are doing printing. It kind of just depends on what it is they're doing. You know, not everybody, not all of our customers, you know, are, you know, consumer-based. So we do a lot of annual reports and we'll do business oh, cards and we oh, do sales sure. kits and brochures and, and variable data. Um, mm. So there's, you know, we do promotional products too. So anybody needs something with a logo, we do that. So it kind of just depends on what the customer is doing. You know, direct mail is, is typically postcards and, and self-mailers and flats, if you will. And um, I think about going to a convention and walking around all those different booths and trying to like, I went to one in Miami just a couple of weeks ago and I think uh, if they didn't have something tactile for me to grab and take with me, then that booth was kind of out of my mind within 10 steps. You know, the moment an, another booth was, it was like, oh, well, maybe I need to look at this one. So it really became that thing of like, they were missing that opportunity to give me something to hold on to, to reference later in the hotel room. Like, oh yeah, this was a, a somebody I would like to partner with. Or Having done trade shows for 20 years with Wavefront and having that huge promotional products catalog mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. trying to figure out what it's <laughs> the good giveaway this year. What was going to rise above the rest? I mean, because yeah. that's the other thing is how do you stand out in a bag right. of swag, right? 
you know, how do you, so do you have any uh, tips for our listener on? Absolutely. You know, prior to working at TO, I worked for another distributor, promotional products distributor, and and, and all of our clients were in the entertainment industry. So we had to develop ideas that were creative because studios, um, they don't want anything that anybody else has ever seen or done. You know? And yet they want to guarantee that it'll be successful. Exactly. So, <laughs> no, no, no. And it was great because we, had, you know, we were able to sometimes read scripts. We got to read trailers. We got to, so we, we got to spend oh. some time getting to know behind the film a little bit. And it, 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 what that allowed us to do was to come up with different ideas so that wasn't just a pen or a, a stress reliever. Oh, give us it a was, story. you got to tell us a story now. I can't now. tell stories. Everything's no. <laughs> no. So it just we just were able to develop really kind of cool campaigns for a lot of the studios because they're, they're just different. Um, and so what I can bring to my job now is, 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 just similar to that. I don't I don't have a lot of the studio clients, but a lot of my high-tech customers or luxury hotels, you know, or, or the other customers, they too want to know what's new and how what's just different. So um, I was at our industry trade show a couple of weeks ago, PPAI, which is Promotional Products Advertising Institute. Wait, a P- trade show it. for things that sell or get... It's called PPAI. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I was there looking for specific products for my customers. I went there looking for, you know, my hotel client and I went looking there for, Mm -hmm. you know, my workplace safety, you know, client. Mm -hmm. I knew specifically what they were looking for, but they wanted something just different. And so I did you find it? I did. I came back with a bunch of different ideas and I have to develop a a presentation and show it to them, but they're just different and it fits their brand and Mm. they're all new products. And that's the thing is that you want to be able to get these new products out you know, because they're just different. They're not your... What are the... But you're at that just, trade yeah. show, and you don't have to name the name of the product, but what yes. were, like, the wacky ones where you're like, nobody needs toilet plungers? Or, like, <laughs> like, what was the thing you walked up to, and you're like, this I, is not... Who thought this was a good idea? You do not need to brand these. I, you know, I didn't really see any... I was, no, I was, they're, I was, they're pretty good? I was, I was in Vegas for 36 hours, so oh, I was wow. pretty laser-focused on yeah. what, I was, what I was doing it's there. Fast. So, yeah. I so what is trending in PPAI? A lot of technology stuff. I mean, and, and there's a lot of tech, a lot of the headphones, you oh, know, headphones, the USB yeah, drives, yes. the, you know, the wires for our phones that, you know, that kind of connect. Caddies, the wire caddies. The wire caddies, mm. you know, things that attach to your cell phone that you cases. can. Cases. Cases, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of across. I the found something clever, which was a, it was a stand with a stand, a megaphone. Imagine the old uh, radio, oh, yeah, the yeah. old uh, record player that had the huge, uh, what would you call it? The bell, the, the phone, the, the, mono, the, 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 yeah, the bell phone, whatever that bell. Yeah. So imagine that molded out of plastic that your cell phone sits into and it amplifies the sound and it's a nice, it's like, now that's I actually is like I appreciated the person who thought enough to get that and put their logo on. Well, it, it goes back to just being smart about your marketing. You know, you want if you're going to spend two dollars on a promotional product or two dollars on a direct mail. I mean, you want to just make sure that it's different because you don't want your brand to be tossed aside. You want to mm-hmm. make sure that whatever you're doing, whether right. it's printing and, and direct mail, and you know, promotional stuff, it's it's all across the board. You know part of your brand because you don't want people throwing it out, you know, so that's or really giving it to the kids or giving it to the kids. Exactly. Right. So you have a big bag of stuff here, kids yeah, <laughs> have fun. Look at all this cool stuff that yeah. I got that I don't want. And so it's that smart buy. And again, back to my experience at Wavefront was how do we figure out what that thing is? Right. How do we do something unique? Um, so, you know, what we did, we, um, we actually found that people wanted our stuff so much at the trade show that we could actually sell it 
and they would buy our swag and we didn't have to give it away. Huh, interesting. And we always sold out. We made over $100,000 selling t-shirts, sweatshirts, and stuff with our logo on. I couldn't believe that we were able to pull that off, but we were a computer animation company. So one year we, had, we were selling this um, new way to create textures, interesting textures and looks. And I said, find us someone who could print that on fabric and then find us someone who can make shirts with that. Mm -hmm. And we sold, we sold out by noon the first day of the show. And that underwrote almost the whole show. So it, we, no one had ever done that. And then we did, uh, we did tattoos. That was the other thing we mm -hmm. did. We, mm -hmm. The name of the product done in a tattoo. And it was so successful that the next show that we did, we brought a tattoo artist in. Nice. What, and, to do permanent versions? And <laughs> dared the salespeople. Oh, God. <laughs> No, no, thankfully, no one did it because I would have had a, to fire them because that would have been. You can't have tattoos on your face. But um, but we we had a whole line of people wanting to come to the booth to get tattoos. It mm. goes back to your brand brand building. It's right. all it's all all of what we do is brand building. It's mm -hmm. just it's just different different facets of of what we what we can so, offer. So so let's go down that a little bit because we we've talked about that on the show a lot in and. We had the one guy who said your logo is not your brand. Remember, we had mm -hmm. that. Your mm -hmm. logo is not your brand. So when uh, a, a business comes into you and you're looking at them and you're looking at the brand, I mean, you're looking at everything about them and you're like, oh, they need some help. Do you provide the help or do you team them up with an agency to come in and say, listen, we really need some help in this. Do you, do you give that service? You mean graphic design? I'm thinking just like the brand isn't really there. The messaging is, you know, yeah, we could do it, but it could, you know, as an experienced professional, this could be so much stronger. So do you help them in that or do you coach them or how does that work? Sometimes, but a lot of, you know, if somebody really needs, I mean, if somebody needs brand and branding identity, you know, we work, you know, I've over the years, I've worked with really talented agencies yeah, that right, can help right. them and help them get to the so level. So you'll do that? Yeah, we can make recommendations all day long. I mean, you know, my reputation is everything in this business world. You bet. So, you, bet. you know, one bad recommendation and, and my reputation is, is not there anymore. So I'm really kind of highly selective, if you will, of, of who that I recommend to potential customers because, you know, my name's on it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm going to hope that they're in the 805. Most of them are, yes. I know, yeah. <laughs> well, well only, and the reason I say that is that there's this general thinking that I've got to go north or south or east to find someone where if I just look around the, the block, you know, there's some amazing people here. We just do a really ineffective job of marketing our services here within the region. <laughs> we just don't do as good as we could do. Okay. So I'm I'm thrilled to hear that, because I've met them through the three years of doing this project, some absolutely stunningly talented people. Oh, that absolutely. I didn't, they're just like, oh, wow, look at this. You're, you were right here? How come I didn't know about that? <laughs> now, one of the things about that is that they find that the budgets are smaller here, so that uh, an, an agency finds that their clients are going to be in New York, San Francisco, L.A. because the budgets are better than the small businesses that are here. Would you agree with that? Um, again, I think it goes back to, you know, it's been a while since I've really worked with somebody on what their overall budget is. But I think, you know, um, I guess I would agree with that. But I also know that there are companies within the 805 that have big marketing budgets, too, that have can do the spending. Right. Okay. No, no, I got that. No, I, I, I see that. So um, I want to go back to this. Um, I, I hadn't even considered 
like the HIPAA and secure mail and personal health information. Is that a like a specialty that you have that most printing firms don't have? It's it's it's, it's a certification that we certification. Yeah, and I I don't quite know how. I just know that we're certified for that, and and um, people come in and make sure that we're certified. Um, but yeah, we have a secure mail facility where we can do manage healthcare and you know financial banks and things like that process their monthly statements and personal information. So there are a ton in especially in the southern part of the 805 financial services professionals. I mean it's like one of the biggest industries down there. So those I'm guessing are a lot of your customers. We don't have a lot of um, we have a lot of managed healthcare. So mm. we're we're trying to get out there and get some more financial services. Okay, good. So we've we've got people listening right now, so they can. We, and we're going to put all your contact information here as well, because we want people to. Great. Um, you know, we want to see you get some more business as a result of this. And I also want to understand when when someone comes in, it's a it's a new customer for mm -hmm. you, and you're talking to them about your services. And I, I'm always interested in the questions that they don't ask you. Like, what should if I'm interviewing you to come in and do my business, what what should I be asking you that I, because uh, I'm just, I've not interviewed for a printing company before. I just like, oh, I've got some brochures, I've got salespeople, I've got training materials, I've got customers, I have all this stuff. What should I be asking you about? You mean you as a customer asking me? Yeah. You know, what are, you know, you know, what are, you know, what all, what all can we do beyond just printing? I think it's, um, because there might be things that I hadn't thought about right. that, oh, no, we, we could do that for you. We could do that. So well, I think that's part of the salesperson's job, not really the customer's job. I think a, mm. sales, a salesperson, it's my job to find out all of what you do or what you're not doing. And how can we? And that's where it comes back into the customer acquisition and mm. the brand building. Mm. You may not know you need these things. You know, I like to say that I am the solution to a problem that the customer doesn't know they exist, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. they may not know. They're like, oh, I didn't think about that. That's so, what Jobs said all the time. You didn't know you needed a thousand songs in your pocket. Exactly. Mm. So it's one of those things I think it's not really the customer should be asking. I really think it's the salesperson that should be asking more about the customer. What can we be doing? What more can we be mm. doing? Because they may not know that they're like, oh, I should be doing that. Or, oh, I didn't know that you guys could do that. Make sense? Oh, no, that totally makes sense. I just want to, uh, do you guys have like, do you, do you have a shop with actual printing going on right oh yeah we have uh, yeah do you ever give shop tours because that's like oh we do i'm we kind do. of like i always feel like like i'm i grew up on mr rogers and that would always be that segment where he would show like this is this is this is how what's done is done because i think that a lot of a lot of misconception right now comes in that well i just go i'll go to kinko's and i'll just make some copies down there you know until you go see a full-scale printing operation and realize oh this is very elaborate very big time very um, professional. We just we did some Christmas cards this year, and 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 we went to a real printer to get them. And when we got them back, they were so infinitely better than mm, anything we'd had before mm. because because they were done by professionals. Yeah, I mean, occasionally some of our customers want to come see what it is that we do and come see our facility. Yeah. Is there, um, what's the impact of this um, kind of on-demand internet printing? Mm. What's the because there's a lot of that. Right. You know, it's like get this stuff overnight and you know it's all fully automated and you never talk to anyone what's the I'm, I'm sure that you can provide as efficient and fast service but what's the the more the more that you add as you this deeper understanding of the business 
are you, are you asking about the like the online printing companies? Yeah, yeah, they're they're that's out there, and, and there's a certain subset of businesses that that, that works for. You know, um, you know, we're there's a value to what we offer our customers, our time and our experience. You know, whether it's our press team, our pre-press team, my time in terms of making sure you prove a proof. Because a lot of times, I've I think I've never. You know, is when you do an online print, you don't get the opportunity to right. to see maybe even a physical sample, and then when you get you get it get it and it's wrong, what do you do? Now so, what? Yeah. yeah. So the, you know, the value that we can bring is that some of our customers actually want to see a printed, like a pre. We, you know, we always print out a sample of what it looks like. We don't just run the job. We always see what it looks like, and so sometimes our customers want to come see that. You know, not versus just a PDF as well. So I think there's a value to what our company brings to you know, printing and other services that we, versus the online. I have a friend who's a designer, um, and he does books. Mm -hmm. And he's quite famous book designer, and his favorite part is going to the press. Oh, yeah. Oh, he just loves going there, and then he find, I mean, I'm sure he's just a total pain uh, for those guys, but <laughs> when you look at his work, you're just like, oh, my God, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Oh, absolutely. Well, again, it goes back to the brand. It comes, you know, it's that's his brand. And, you know, he is his own brand, right? Oh, very much you know, so. So that's he's just protecting his brand. Very much that's so. That's super important. Right. And so do you so do you I'm hearing that you would encourage that business owner to come down and actually like physically approve these things? Not, not, that's not always the case. We do have some customers that do, do a lot of, most people approve it by a PDF. Oh, um, got it. But we do have customers that do want to come in and check color and make sure that, you know, it, they approve it. So I'm not quite sure who all of our customers that do that, but, you know, I know we have a handful of people that do. It's also kind of fun. Well, it's, it is it's kind nice. of cool it to is, see the big you, machines. Yeah, yeah it's just it's you know it's just another interaction with your customer. Now, is it all digital printed, or I mean, I'm I'm thinking of like that whole industry has changed too. Like, can you tell us a little bit about that? I can tell you a little because I'm a still learning. Okay. I, That's okay. In magazine printing, I know I'm still learning all these other things. We do have a digital printer, and we also have um, what are called offset printing. We're a sheet right. fed company, so we have there are two different areas of the plant. Right. And, Okay, good. No, that's fine. That's it. And uh, I'm. I'm uh, uh, do you do letterpress anymore? We don't do it internally, but we have vendors that can. So we 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 can do anything. Is what we're, our answer is. I'm. Yeah. I'm very yes. The answer is yes. Yes, right? absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I'm very affected by uh, package design. Mm -hmm. Extremely influenced by package design, and I'm. A, 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 we're big fans of craft chocolates and artisan chocolates. Okay. And so when you, we go look at a whole table of those, we were just down at the, um, uh, the people that own the Montecito Country Mart also have one in uh, Brentwood and mm. one in uh, Malibu. Malibu, yeah. And we were in the Brentwood one, and there's this table of chocolate. And it's like, okay, <laughs> do we have enough time? But it was, for me, it was packaging. Mm -hmm. It's like who, in which gets to the brand. Right. Mm -hmm. And the one that I, that caught my eye was, was uh, letterpress. So to, to, to someone who's not familiar with what that is, it's, there's, there's, it's <laughs> three dimensional. I mean, it's just pressed into the paper and you could feel it and it's textual. It's like, and it was funny. It's like they had nothing to do with the taste. Right. <laughs> no quality of chocolate there at all. No, at all. Yeah. Right? It's it was just... I'm not saying it was bad chocolate. I'm just no, saying... No, no, it was like just it this linotype yeah. cut thing. But yeah. it, it gets back to the printing, right? Exactly. Right. Um, so, in continuing along that, do you... 
look, do you help people kind of figure out what that looks, that how do you extend that brand across everything that they print so there's consistency? Because a lot of times you find companies that the web presence is different than the, the printed is different than this, is different than that. How, how do you help them with consistency? Well, it's, you know, Mr. That kind of depends on the customer, you know. They're, you know, I'm working with a new customer, and, and and they've got a print job here, and they might have another print job with another company, and and I told them it's really important to kind of keep everything under one roof because we know the brand, mm-hmm. and it keeps the printing consistent, you know, because different different companies have different presses, right? And so they might have different gradations of color, whatever it's called, and so it's just really important to kind of keep it all consistent, you know. Not everybody has the budget to have consistent across the board, you know, but, you know, I really think that it's important to have your web presence match your other, all your other branding. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's very critical, especially because it, when that one thing comes in that's different, it kind of, uh, oh, that doesn't look right. That doesn't feel to those guys. It, it, it questions their attention to detail across everything. Yeah. 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 Well, I think, you know, it, it, it really also kind of depends on the customer. You know, our bigger customers know exactly what they need to be doing. You know, the smaller companies, they might just be starting. And so it's like, you know, what can we do to help build, you know, you know assist you with, you know, keeping your brand consistent, whether it's the printing or, you know, the direct mail or the, you know, the branded merchandise across the board. It should all be consistent, especially if you're starting out, too. Exactly. Yeah. Is this what you thought you would be doing? For a career, is this was this is this? Are you in line with the with the plan? Are you following the well, plan? Well, that's funny. You should say that. I yeah. went to school in Boulder, Colorado, and I was on the cycling team. Bike, I was a bike really? racer. Yeah. Awesome. And um, I was graduating, and the sociology degree. I'm like, I have no idea. It's a great degree. Yeah, it's a great, great degree. Great yeah, degree. I'm <laughs> using it every day. Both sociologists. <laughs> And so I saw this job for a cycling magazine in Boulder. They were looking for a circulation assistant. I said, I don't know what circulation is, but I'm a bike racer. I'm going to go yeah. apply. It's in your field. It's, yeah, I didn't know what circulation was. Yeah. And um, so I got my job, and that was, I, that was my foray into the magazine business. I spent uh, 17 years in circulation, which is really, really? just it's customer acquisition and right. retention it's subscriber right, right, building right, right, a lot of right. direct mail um you know a lot of number crunching i was happy as a clam being behind a computer really really and then i thought they got this crazy idea to launch a magazine company and i'm like oh i have to go sell hmm. i didn't know how to sell uh, i didn't how, I, now how did you learn <laughs> trial by error so <laughs> i literally had a, a media kit and was going door to door you know strip mall to strip mall talking to people and it was very hard on me was wait wait, wait. talking to like people who were walking around the mall no businesses talking right. to the yeah, businesses. you know introducing yeah. myself and what we were trying to do and saying we'd like to place your ad in our magazine yeah, yeah. and and that that physically pained me because i actually had to go home and pick up the phone and call them back and i huh. never had to call people before except for like my oh. fulfillment company or People or that were already, you weren't selling them. Yeah, I was I was dealing with the magazine printing company. I was, yeah. you know, I was happy as a clam. Now, all of a sudden, I'm thrust. I have to talk to people. And it was, so, no. It, I, didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think I'd be in sales. Because yeah. I, I thought I, I was going to, my trajectory was going to be in, in magazine circulation and finance. And I was happy as a clam. But, you know, I love sales. It's what I do. I'm good at it. So, but you didn't know you were good I at didn't, it. I didn't know I was good at it until when I... Did you, when was that time you, it was no longer a, that 
painful experience, but it was like the joy of knowing you're good at it. I would say it was probably three or four months after mm. I started it, mm. you know, I just. What did you like most about it? I, I love to sell. I've been selling since I was you know, 12. Just, so you know, just, building customer relationships, you right. know, I, you know and, and, and helping them grow their businesses. And you're not, you know, I don't want to, I'm a salesperson, but I'm not, I'm not there to sell. If that makes any sense, I like to create relationships. And if somebody does business with me, great. If not, they're still my, you know, customer. I still have a friends. Friend, thank you. Thank you. I still have a relationship with. Well, them, it's so. it's the difference between a transactional business and a relationship business. Right. And it sounds like you have what you've done at TO. It's it's a relationship business. I think so. You know, obviously there's there's transactional well, to of course, it. Yeah, that, people of course. still want to go. Not always, but you know, yeah. still want to go where it's cheap and, and you know. But where I find success is 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 building on those relationships and, and helping them grow. It <laughs> goes back to grow their businesses no, 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 and not, right. you know, not just sell them stuff because we want to sell them. We want them to sell them stuff that's going to help grow their business. And you know what I mean? And then they get more stuff. I mean, that, that's the point, right? Yeah. It's, it's doing that. Um, where, where, where do you guys fit in with social media and all of that? How has that affected the printing industry or TO specifically? Is, is that play a role in what you do? I don't think so. I think because so much of what we do is, you know, in person, you know, mm. our sales, you know, a lot of what we do. I mean, you know, I, I don't even tweet. I don't even know how to do that. So I'm just, yeah. They're down to 16 a share. It's no big deal. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, Twitter, so I don't. So it's over. Is it? Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't know. I never tweeted, so <laughs> I guess I guess I'm ahead of the game because it's over. I yeah. never even started. So yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds like your history might not be based on those. Those kind of relationships seem like they need to be much more tangible to you. Much, much. You know, your 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 clients. And absolutely. Who you're working with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, our clients are everything. You know. I, I'm I'm thinking about customer retention. So acquisition is is getting them excited and having something that attracts them to the business. What are effective printing strategies for retention? Yeah, holding them. Good question. No, I think that again, it kind of it keeps keeping the customer engaged. You know, so let's say it's a catalog. You've I've acquired you, right? Right for, you know, it's it's what is that follow up? You know, is there you know is there a postcard that comes to you? It says thank you for your order, your initial order, and, and, and then you're. We getting, don't say thank you enough. We don't. I don't think right? so. Right. I think I think that's important. So, um, I think it's just ongoing communication with your customers, so that way they're going to be buying more for you. And how can, you know what can we do? You know, we how can we help? We had a professor in earlier who was we. He talks about advertising and culture mm -hmm. as a class, and we asked him what was the like one word, and he said repetition. Mm. And mm -hmm. so it sounds like what you just said is kind of I'm always have my brand in front of them in one way or another. And what you're doing is it's physically in front of me as opposed to digitally in front of me. But those two things support one another. Oh, absolutely. I think that you have to you, you have to stay in front of your customer because there's so many different mediums out there, right? right that you, right. if you don't stay in front of your customer, if you know if this other person kind of comes in, you know, you may lose that person. So it's just a matter of yeah, it's consistency. It's absolutely. That bright shiny yeah. bobble. Which is why you went to the trade show, to the Bobble trade show. <laughs> I'm so fun. fascinated by that trade show. Oh, I, I, I want to go there. Right? Doesn't that seem like that would be a great weekend? Like if you knew when that was happening in Vegas, just so you could, like they should sell tickets just to walk around and look I at I would that. go. Yeah, I would uh, go. The other one that I, a friend of mine was at was at the Fancy Food trade show. Oh, that's, I don't think I could handle that. that yeah. Seems too I, good. He said, you're, you're, you're done by 1015. 
<laughs> like you're f you're full, and then you get fuller and fuller. And Nothing fuller. but Costco carts of, of it's snacks. Just, to it's just insane. Yeah. Well, uh, trade, and so trade, trade shows are interesting. You know, yeah. it gives it gives you the opportunity to see what's out there because you may you know what I mean. You're here and you know here in the 805, you may not know what's out all no, out exactly, there. So going exactly. out there, all these I think trade shows are a wonderful thing because you Super never know fun. what you're going to see. Yeah. Right, know? exactly. What was the um, just what was the hit? Did did you pay attention? Like CES just happened, and so they they always publish the right. Like here were the top ten things at CES. A friend of mine's company was number three. I was really happy for oh, him. Congratulations. Um, but what was the like the do you remember what the top thing was? I wasn't there when they announced it. So oh, wait, they do? Know. They announce it? They well, announce, they announce like the it. I, I, I don't know if they announce well, it. Well, someone I don't, I don't, wants to win that. Yeah, sounds that sounds great. Yeah, maybe I Bob, missed. we're going to win this year. Yeah, I, Best keychain. Yeah, maybe yeah. I, I think I misspoke there. So I don't, I don't know. But there were, you know, a lot of, lot of the, like I was saying earlier, a lot of the tech products. Are you, should, you should just award the prize. Okay. You, should, you guys, T.O. should just say, like, you can print certificates and just hand, oh. out, just hand out some certificates. <laughs> there you go. Best in show. Most creative. Thoughtful design. <laughs> Somebody we actually bought. <laughs> most most likely to get you more new customers. Yeah. Tell us uh, a service that you do mm. that I would be surprised to know you did. It's like, oh, it was, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Well, I think it comes down to the direct mail side of it, the modeling uh, that we can offer. Oh, and right. It goes back to that, and it's just, you know, so that way we're not just another mail house. You know, we we offer the modeling and help you mail smarter. I think that's really one of the things that you know mm. sets us apart from really any other mail house. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I th that idea is um, I because I do actually appreciate when I get something that it feels like it was specifically targeted to me, even though I don't like being targeted. It was just like <laughs> no, someone thought. Again, it's it's uh, I have something that will help other people, right? The, what I do, that good or service is absolutely important to somebody on the oh, planet, yeah. right? They've got a need and a budget for that. The trick is finding that needle in the haystack, right? Exactly. Depending on what you have, right? right? And so that's what you help people do. Yes, that's one of one of the many things that we do. So, you know, we wanna, again, it comes back to the, you know, mailing smarter, you know? So how does someone um, engage with you? How does that normally work? Are, are you out finding them? Or are they coming to find you? Most of it, I'm out on the field. I drive a lot. I, I, I drive all over the 805 and, and seeing who's who's out there. And, and so a lot of it, is, but it's also I connect with people on LinkedIn, too, oh, okay. um, and set appointments that way. Um, but I'm also a big believer in cold calling. I get, but it get, comes down to type of business, you know, if it's a secure business office I can't obviously just go knock on the door so I think it different different businesses will allow different times so I, you know a lot of it's you know I find out who the buyers are you know make an introduction by email or via phone and try and set appointments but most of what I do is is you know out, out old in the school field. it's old school Picking up the phone. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> a, rare, a rare talent you know, that's these a, days. Yeah. But, you know, people really appreciate they that. They do, like, don't they? They do. Not yeah. everybody. I mean, for the most part, people are like, thank you for, you know what? I really need a commercial printing company. You, yeah. More often than not, they're like, I thank you for your phone call. So mm -hmm. people really appreciate, that. you know, yeah. Same with email. I love that. Yeah. That's, um. I'm thinking you have a bit of an unfair competitive advantage with this modeling and stuff. Like you can figure <laughs> out who the ideal customer is, so you've got a little bit of a leg up. 
Well, I think it's just it's just my sales experience in terms of finding the buyers. You know mm. what I mean? You know, LinkedIn is a great source. It's a pr- great professional network, as you sure, know, of, of sure. finding buyers. And and um, I'm also a big believer of 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 giving back. And 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 you know, I'll, I, I want to talk to you about my umbrella drive in a little bit. But um, you know, I think that you know, just networking, whether it's at your local chamber of commerce or or you know, joining forces with other sort of nonprofits where your customers are. I think it's a real important too. Good for cus- businesses. To it do. is. So tell us what's the umbrella drive. Okay. I want to so hear so about this. This is really important to me and, and my company. Um, um, about, I guess when it's early January, we had all those rainstorms. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I was coming out of my local grocery store, and at the end of the driveway, if you will, there was a kid. He could have been any one of our kids. I don't, you know, my daughter's 21. And so he looked like he was early in his 20s. He was soaking wet. He was mm. holding up a sign for, you know, he's hungry. And I'm like, that broke my heart. And mm. so I rolled down my window and I gave him my umbrella. You know, I, he doesn't need food. I mean, he does, but he needs to be dry first. Right. And so I thought to myself, I, what can I do? I know a lot of businesses and a lot of people in my community. So there's got to be some sort of umbrella drive. So there's got to be something we can do. So I approached my boss about the idea. He loved it. So we've launched the TO Umbrella Drive. And right now we have six donation spots between the Caneo Valley and Ventura um, where people can donate um, umbrellas and rain ponchos. And we have four designated charities in both the Caneo, Simi. I love that. And Ventura counties that, you know, are going to be the beneficiaries of that because what what happened is this: we haven't had rain in so long right. that nobody, the, all these right. charities don't have a lot of rain products. And I right. thought, you know what? What a great thing we can be doing. So I love that. The barrels literally went out on Wednesday. Huh. Um, we had a great story in um, the Ventura County Star on Wednesday. They did a write-up on the drive, and, and it literally got things going, you know. Um, we got a lot of people calling in and wanting to know where they could do it. I mean, people can drop off at our offices at TO and um, other areas, too, and I can I can talk about that if I want, but um, but yeah, it's exciting. It's really nice to be able to give back to our community. I love yeah. that. It, you see a need, you identify the need immediately, and they go, hold it. There's a lot more people yes. that need well, this. You know, but the part of the story that I think I find most interesting is how she developed a system to accommodate. You know, most people would just, would, would just be like, oh, well, let's just donate some umbrellas. But to develop an actual place to drop them off and then how to get them into the hands of people who need them the most, that is a... That is a real uh, skill and a real, um, that, that's the achievement. Well, that's what I did. You know, I don't, you know, I've worked with various charities and nonprofits over the years, and I, I didn't really know who was the players, if you will, and, and sort of getting mm-hmm. the homeless and homeless to home, you know, in the area. And so, I, you know, these people are the, are the, are the people that do it. Mm-hmm. So, or some of them, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of people that do it, obviously. But so these were the people that, you know. We chose this time. Yay. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. So you can tell it's, it's really exciting. It's awesome. really impo- It's really important to me. So, you know, I have my company behind it is, is really great, too. That's nice when yeah. you go to boss. Hey, boss, I got a great idea. Yeah. Was, yeah, was, that's a great idea. Yeah. It was, it was an immediate, like, yes, let's do this for our community. I love that. Yeah. Carla, we are at the point in the show that where our time has evaporated, and we're at the fun part, <laughs> the really fun part, which is we've talked about so many different things. And we know how important um, titles and language is. So we get to name this episode. When I, when I we, I mean you, oh, get no. to name the episode. 
Um, and this is the most fun. Our, our listener has been waiting 45 minutes for us to get to this point because we've talked about a lot of really interesting right. things. So if someone was just picking out this episode from a long list and they wanted to listen to this one first, what would we call it? I don't know. Um, we'll wait. All about T.O. or, or you know, what do... I don't know. Um, help me out with that one. It often takes two or three times. Yeah. Yeah. You're not. You're not the first. Yes. Uh, find out what Tio has been up to. Tio again. Uh, I think about something you said something earlier about that that people don't know they need commercial print services. I see that somewhere in there. Like like identifying that we're going to be talking about commercial print services. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm at a loss. You're doing great. Okay. This is the standard routine. For, first, there's the, <laughs> no, I can't do that. <laughs> then, there's, then there's the, like, well, maybe this, and then maybe this, and then eventually Mark, uh, Mark yields at some point. Yeah, it's something about commercial printing, and I will come up with something clever, and you'll go, Mark, you nailed thank it. Thank you, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah so. Uh, I'll even I, let you take credit for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I play a copywriter when I write the post, so. Okay. Um, Carla, thank you so much. This is, um, I, didn't, I didn't know any of this, yeah. which is why we want to, that's why we have these conversations, yes. is because if I don't know about it, chances are most of us don't know about it. Correct. And so I'm representing our vast audience here. Thank you very much. Appreciate the opportunity to be here. And we appreciate your sponsoring the project and, and the good work we're trying to do yes. at you know bolstering economic vitality, helping businesses grow, acquire more customers, retain those customers. Exactly. Exactly what you're doing. See, it's all I, about the brand. I, love, all. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we're, all, we're all in the same boat here. So they'll, um, dear listener, uh, in the show notes, they'll have, we'll have links on how to find you okay. and uh, your phone number so they can contact okay. you. And they'll say, Thank you for calling me because I need commercial printing services. CPS, that's what it is, what you need to know about commercial printing services and all, all the other stuff that we talked about. So thank you so much, and thanks again to California Lutheran University School of Management and Tolman and & Weicker Insurance Services and our podcasting partner, Pullstring Press, love working in this studio, and Cielo24, who provides the searchable captions for our show, the 805 Connect project is supported by partners and sponsors like TO throughout the region. We want to thank them as well. If you'd like more information on how to partner with us, go to 805connect.com. All the information is there. And Patrick, how could someone help us with this episode? Mark, I'm feeling guilty. Uh-oh. I'm feeling guilty because I get to hear all of these episodes firsthand. I get to sit here and I get all of this incredible advice. I get to hear all of these incredible stories and I feel guilty and I need to let go of the guilt. And the best way to let, let it go, go of the guilt let it go. is to tell somebody about this podcast and let them listen to it as well. And then that way I don't have to feel guilty that I'm the only one getting to hear all this great stuff. You know what works? What works? I just ask them for their phone. Yeah. You take their phone. And then I go to the podcast app uh-huh. and I search for 805. Yeah. I don't even have to write the word conversations. No, just 805. It comes right up. Yeah. I hit subscribe. There you go. And they say, thank you. Yeah, they do. They say, you're welcome. And then you don't feel guilty. Anymore. No, not at all. I, I just share the love. That was a great back and forth. That was a real good word. Like a nice little Laurel and Hardy yeah, thing. Yeah, there you go. I love it. So until next time, this is Mark Sylvester, your host for 805 Conversations. Mm-hmm.